Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, CM Punk wants an AEW return. Shock. Yep. Yeah, Dax Harwood <laughs> talked up the possibility of a CM Punk return to AEW. Jeff Hardy doesn't want an AEW return. He got one last night. And Vince McMahon, he's got nothing to do with AEW, unless you believe that he owns it, which he doesn't. Uh, his contract may well have been leaked. I'm Adam Wilborn. Uh, what, a, what a start. <laughs> and this is the news. We're back in the groove, we baby. We are. We really are. We've got everything we need, want and desire, including Larry. Love Larry. CM Punk wants to return to AEW. Yes! Um, this is a report from Fightful Select, and it complements the stuff that you're going to go over quite nicely. Mm. Uh, but according to Fightful, who published this report yesterday, uh, Punk has made numerous pitches to the company about returning to action. He has communicated repeatedly with Tony Khan about this over a recent time spell, I guess. Uh, now, numerous scenarios have been laid out as part of this communication by Punk. Um... And he noted how he'd even be willing to work with a certain Kenneth Omega and Youngeth Buck. Young Bucks, you know who I'm (laughs) talking about. Uh, Fightful noted, however, that as of a couple of months ago, even though Punk said he might be willing to work with them, as of a couple of months ago, the Elite maybe not so keen on working with CM Punk, which I think is uh, quite understandable, uh, given that what happened all out, all of this stuff, you know the score. And now things could always change when it comes to the EVP's attitude towards Punk and everything else if he does end up returning, but it's a weird situation. It's a complex situation. Now, in addition to working with the Elite, however, Punk has shown a willingness to return to AEW and keep away from the Bucks as well, if that's an option, and Omega. Um, A bunch of people have seen the seemingly impending Saturday show as a way they could do that. It would be interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I would want to... Like, if I have a star of CM Punk's caliber, I'd probably want them on all shows, to be honest. But, hey, whatever. Whatever works. Uh, And apparently as well... Punk is open to working elsewhere, too. So Fightful doesn't know if that okay. means like AEW-adjacent promotions like Ring of Honor and New Japan, just elsewhere. WWE, Impact, MLW. <laughs> yep. After the past few years, I wouldn't rule anything out, to be yeah. perfectly honest. Uh, I'll give my thoughts on in a second, because I should really give the thoughts of someone who's a little bit closer to CM Punk. Uh, because Dax Harwood, uh, FTR's Dax, has been chatting all about this on his FTR with Dax podcast, which, Andy, is one of the best podcasts out there that isn't ours. Uh, He said, 
Oh, he's talking about fantasy booking the elite versus Punk and FTR. He said, the reason I'm fantasy booking the elite versus Punk and FTR is because outside of Roman Reigns and maybe Cody Rhodes, the biggest name in professional wrestling right now is CM Punk, right? Definitely the biggest name in AEW. So if you want to take it, so if we want to take AEW to the next level, the way you do that is you take the biggest star that you have and one of the biggest stars in the world and you put them on the card and you make money with them. He also continued uh, talking about talking to Punk, saying on top of that, I will say I talk to Punk almost every day and Punk misses wrestling. That's your headline. Thanks, Dax. Punk misses wrestling and Punk wants to come back and he wants to give back to the fans. He wants to give back to wrestling. So I will leave it at that. Um, It's just nice to report this story whilst at least for the time being, not being completely contradicted by social media posts. <laughs> well, that, that, that's got to be coming, brother. Yeah. It's the boom-bust cycle, isn't it? Because, like, after the the Rocky thing and all of that stuff and the uh, you're a stooge and a liar, John Moxley and Chris Jericho and Dave Meltzer and uh, blah, 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 blah. After all of that, it came out, like, a week later that the, the, some bridges had maybe been started <laughs> to repair. And then that happened. And look, CM Punk and a CM Punk. CM Punk is CM Punk and that's why I love him. Yeah. Um, he he gives you both sides. He gives you the wonderful, visceral, super real, organic pro wrestling that cuts straight to the bone. And then he gives you a complete backstage catastrophe because he falls out with everyone. Uh, that's the nature of the man. Look, Michael Hamflit tweeted it best a few weeks ago. Uh, either understand why CM Punk is worth the fuss and think he is worth the fuss or you don't. That's that's yeah. just how it works. Uh, I don't. I, I, I'm not taking sides in this silly culture war between his fans and the elite fans. Mm-hmm. I like all of these people. Uh, also, I'm not backstage, so I don't really care if backstage is a bit chaotic because yeah. I'm not. I don't work there. I want to see good stuff on my TV. Obviously, I don't want the company disintegrating because covering it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I would like to see him punk back. Look, yeah, cool. yeah I, I agree with you completely, Andy. And, and call me biased. And, and maybe if this was someone else, would I feel the same way? Who knows? But I want CM Punk back as well, because in my opinion, CM Punk had the best feud in AEW history, even better than Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. I preferred MJF versus CM Punk. And I think... Um, what he did with the likes of Darby Allen and the noises that were coming out of the likes of what, Hobbs said he liked working with yeah. him, didn't he? A lot of, quite a few people said they Brody enjoyed King likes yeah. work. Well, he's taken photos with him and yeah. shared them and stuff. So there's, I, there's a balance to him. I think if, ironically, you keep him on the right sort yeah. of leash, I think he could be a real benefit for that company. And, well, we'll get to it a little bit in a little while because we've got yeah. some Twitter questions about this, understandably. Yeah. I think having someone like CM Punk on the books and on the cards... Helps you sell out Wembley Stadium, for example. And look, if I was Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, or Nick Jackson, I would not want him back either. I would not want to work with him either. If somebody had, you know, said those things in the in the in the press conference and that, you know, the fight happened and all of that stuff, I would be the exact same. I'd be like, no, screw this guy. So if they end up going, no, actually, we'll make some money with this dude. We'll we'll figure it out. They are bigger men than me. I feel bad because as you were talking about that, I started smirking. And I'd just like to point out, it's not because of the story you were telling there. I just thought how funny it would be to see M. Bunk to extend the olive branch with a basket of muffins. <laughs> so... If they've got a sense of humour. Yeah. And I think they do. Like, you see, if you see them on being the elite eating muffins, it's a go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, also, let's talk about Jeff Hardy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was trying to think of a way of... Joining that. They feuded in WWE. They CM did. Punk and Jeff Hardy. There you go. Good feud um, as well, that. It was. Jeff's back on AEW TV. And he's um, learned. He he has learned that when you come to the ring, you don't have to stop to do your dance. Before Especially it. when your brother's getting his own <laughs> I was a bit disappointed by that, actually, because, like, 
it was pretty, it was very similar to his debut angle, where famously he came halfway down the ramp, started doing the do 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 do, which was like I got a kick out of that, and I was like, is he going to do it again? Is he going to do it again? He did not do it again. Very disappointed. Boo. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Jeff's back. It's the first time he's been back since last June. Um, very similar to his debut angle, like I said. Uh, Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy and Hook were getting beaten up by the firm. The idea was that Matt Hardy is no longer bound to a contract with the firm because Hook beat Ethan Page, but they're going to have a match where if they win, they won't be... It, it's 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 very confused. Uh, <laughs> but the, the gist was that the firm were overwhelming Hook, Hardy and Cassidy. Uh, the Hardy Boys music hit. Jeff ran down, steel chair, beat everyone up, hit a swanton bomb that looks like it crushed Lee I love latter-day Jeff Hardy swanton bombs because the young lads are just taking... He's like, I'm too old now to be taking this on me, boys. You're going to... I'm just going to... Yeah. Lads, I'm in a bad way. You're going to have to... You're going to have to get pancaked here. Uh... But Lee, Lee Moriarty tweeted afterwards. Yeah. It was quite funny. Um, but yes, Jeff's back. Uh, this is obviously a very complicated case. Mm -hmm. He was arrested last June. Uh, it, in, like this was all playing out while I was in the exact same county as him in you Florida. Were, yeah, weren't you? Yeah. Weird. I was like, oh, that's like ten minutes that way. But yeah, he was arrested. Uh, I've, I mean, I've got a full list of bits and pieces here uh, to go through. Driving under the influence was the the yeah. main one. Uh, those charges came through in February, and it was said, uh, where are we? I'm, I'm completely lost <laughs> on today's video. Um, but yeah, he faced charges of driving with a suspended license, violating restrictions placed on his license, and felony DUI. Um, he was sentenced in February to 38 days in prison, which he'd already served, uh, a two-year probationary period, a 10-year suspension of his license, and, and a couple of other bits and pieces as well. Tony Khan had previously said that he wouldn't be allowed to return to AEW until he'd completed a treatment program and maintained his sobriety. That was last year when he got when he got suspended so uh when 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 he got arrested too so there you go jeff very complicated case for sure uh obviously the main thing when he came out was hope he's doing good hope yes he's well hope he's yeah. hope he's getting there um he, he has struggled with these things a lot throughout his life and his career and he's had a lot of chances to get back on track so you hope that this is you know he's he's overcome these things and and everything else and that he's doing well and that he's happier healthier and uh, you can just start living again. That's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, like as much as I want to see Jeff Hardy back in a wrestling ring, the most important thing is his health and well-being, and yeah. he, he's you know back on the, the straight and narrow. I will say I'm rather glad that I saw your tweet uh, with that photo of him a couple of weeks or so back with a grey beard, where he just looks, yeah. he just looks like oh yeah, he looks better. He did look yeah yeah absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's the you're right. That's the most important thing. I'm glad to see him back in AEW, but first and foremost. Yeah, look after yourself, Jeff. Yeah. And, Support uh, people on the road to recovery as well. Like, people... I know, like, this has happened a lot with Jeff, but, like, there's really nothing to benefit from getting all high and mighty about stuff no. like this. Like, I, I just hope the dude is in a better place. That's legitimately it. And uh, fingers crossed that that's the case. Uh, he seemed quite happy on yeah. Dynamite anyway. And the Greybeard ruled a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Very disappointed he got rid of that. Because as we've proven from myself from CM Punk from Larry actually as well from Keith Lee a grey beard immediately makes you 200 I'll take color. any beard to be yeah. honest mate yeah you'll have a grey moustache come November baby wait till, wait till that kid takes his toll brother oh, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna age like milk left out in the sun <laughs> ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, right, let's talk a little bit about Vince McMahon's new contract. It's been leaked by The Hollywood Reporter, and it's got lots of uh, legal jargon, let's say, in it. Uh, he signed it on the 29th of March, and the contract's terms include, McMahon's continued employment shall be conditioned on compliance with the company's conflict of interest and code of conduct, plus WWE's equal opportunity and non-harassment policy. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter also um, noting, I was about to say reporting, that would be losing the title there, Adam. Um, Vince has reimbursed WWE for expenses incurred as a result of his hush money scandal, uh, but his exposure for the undisclosed payments could have further repercussions given SEC and US Attorney's Office investigations. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't exactly reassure me that he says, oh, I'll, yeah, I'll sign a contract that... Uh, <laughs> you know, says that I'll be good this time because he uh, resigned and retired in disgrace, Andy. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely did. And all the legal documentation is right there. He's repaid WWE, he's reimbursed the company, all of that stuff. He's back in power. I want to give him a pat on the back for sure. paying back WWE for, anyway. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, we've analysed Vince a lot lately over the past year in particular. Uh Let's go to the Twitter questions with that in mind. Smart move. Yeah. At Adam, no, that's me. At what culture do we do for all of us? At Larry T. Dog. Uh, Jordan Plosky Zoop. I don't know if that's his double barrel surname. I hope it is. I hope so. Jordan, thank you for the question. Give big, us our first one zoop. today. 
Big Zoop. Big Zoop. Uh, it says, with the news of Punk willing to come back and TK being a numbers slash data guy, <laughs> do you think his return could spike an extra 10,000 tickets sold to All In? Do British fans care? I mean, I care. Yeah, I mean, we'd have to get uh, Mookie Ghana, old Chris Harrington on that one. Hey. Uh, the spreadsheet king, I understand, um, to figure that one out. But if Tony Khan and AEW have uh, a vault of data that says when CM Punk is here, these metrics improve, Absolutely, they will try to get him on the show. Do I think he can add 10,000 tickets alone? I don't know. Ask Five Star Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they had Alberto Del Rio. How did they not sell out? Um, so I, I, I would be reticent to say I think he's going to spark this many tickets, but he will definitely increase interest yeah. in the show. I do think that UK fans care uh, as much as US fans. Maybe not Chicago fans, but, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, the broader. I think UK fans are in line with the general perception of CM Punk. Um, I do think he'd help business. Uh, it just becomes the case of weighing up. If you're Tony Khan, you obviously have to weigh up the backstage stuff with the business stuff, with the creative stuff, and the Larry stuff, because Larry rules. Yeah. You know what we could do at Wembley? Wembley never had a historic sporting moment. We've never. covered that. It's an empty vessel. Uh well, Chesterfield beating Swindon in the Johnson Plate Trophy final. One historic sporting moment in history. Nothing else. Have a taste, Paolo Di Canio. There you go. Take a seat, you, you sausage. Uh, he was a bad egg, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, fascist, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, really not a good guy. Um, never had a historic sporting moment that didn't involve Chesterfield. Good point. What we do is we recreate the classic moment. The classic moment, the most significant thing that happened all out last year. Larry the dog running to the ring. Yeah. Quality. Quality. I love it. Uh, look, Jordan, what I will say in answer to your question, I think it will increase ticket sales if he does come back with that question, but I don't think AEW booked Wembley and then went, oh, bollocks, who are we going to put on the card? <laughs> I think they do. I think... Yeah, I think this, if this has... If he's coming back, this has been worked out beforehand and they've gone, I reckon with, with Phil coming back, we can... Is this we subtle? Can do, I don't we can know do, if this is subtle. We can do Wembley, basically. Because I think a lot of us... Many of us assumed Craven Cottage, yeah. although that wasn't going to work during the football season, obviously. Tony Khan, like me, has an ace up his sleeve. <laughs> uh, that was... Stick around, yeah. eel. Ah, this is... Because <laughs> I've got something for you later on. He's an asshole. Mark Smith writes, Morning, gents. Is Keith Lee versus Swerve Strickland... Sorry, move the mic. Sorry, keep going. Is Keith Lee versus Swerve <laughs> Strickland an example of when a company should just drop an angle? I get life gets in the way sometimes, but this feud should have been done. Have a good day. She wrapped it weeks it's ago. It's been going really, a long, long time, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, it's been, it's been... I love both guys. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Like, especially Swerve. Like, I think he's a future world champion in that company. He's just so sick. He's got, he's got it. He's got everything. He? He's got things you cannot teach and things you can teach. Yeah. It's a perfect combo. And Keith Lee rules, obviously. Great beard. Tremendous. Um... They should have wrapped this a while ago. It has at times veered into the territory where I'm sitting there going, hey, what happened to that feud? And you should never get into yes. that range unless it's like a considerate long-term thing. So, yeah, I mean, Keith Lee got a brick stomped on his chest and came back and then there was just nothing for a while. So I don't know if they should have dropped it cold. I am glad we're getting a blow-off match at the pay-per-view because I think it will be very good uh, and I think they deserve that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they they have definitely dragged their heels with this AEW have, and uh, it would feel a lot hotter if this was like two months ago. Yeah, when we were getting to the wrap up. This is probably a bad example because um, I do remember, like you say, the angle that happened with Lee and Swerve. It just was a long time ago. But Keith Lee, that's not the wrong person, Adam. Tony Khan has this worrying habit of going like, "Oh, do you remember this between these two? And I'm like, "Not really, to be honest." Sort of, it was brother. Six months ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you say, I love both guys and they're very talented, but I think this should have been done at 
the last pay-per-view, if not the pay-per-view before that. Or even as like a TV main event yeah. or something. Yeah, there, there were opportunities to wrap this up a bit earlier, I think, and that would have benefited everyone. Um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, final question today comes from Alberta Booze Cruise on Twitter, who says, uh, all right, boys, with the WWE and UFC merging, what are the odds we get a proper fight between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam? Two beefy men legit punching. <laughs> well, oh, wow. Bring back the fight pit. <laughs> this is a Nokiaism, this, isn't it? <laughs> it? The great man's legacy being honoured in the United States. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, you know, I can't sit here and say that Vince would have learned from the Brawl for All because he definitely wouldn't have. Um history tells us that that's not necessarily a thing he does but Bobby Lashley have you ever watched any of Bobby Lashley's MMA fights no. I love Bobby Lashley he's Bellator he was he's my favourite that's why I didn't watch him then my favourite WWE wrestler MMA the record is quite flattering I think Brock Lesnar would probably bulldoze him uh, and I don't think I don't think there'd be any value because when you have a real fight a real fight on your on your uh, on your wrestling show it kind of exposes everything else as yeah. fake and stupid and lame uh, I don't like the, the disconnect that connect that creates also if it was rubbish if it was like one of those MMA fights where some guy just takes the other guy down and holds him there and that's like, the thing isn't it yeah punches him softly in the side trade with someone like Brock Lesnar yeah you're not gonna or, or Big Bob for that Big Bob, yeah. yeah so I think it's a bad idea I think it's a do bad idea do you think idea. they legit could do a gimmicked fight pit though Ooh, a gimmick fight pit. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, th- I mean, just tell DC what he's meant to do this time. I, I know a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. I know a lot of people didn't like uh, Kane versus Brock, but I kind of did. Mm. I know that, that those pay per views are what they are. Um, but for three minutes, it was pretty fun. Yeah. Maybe do that for a bit longer. I just can't believe people have looked at this and they've seen the Endeavor deal and they've talked about you know the merging companies and not seen the most obvious thing, especially with what happened on night two of WrestleMania, guys. Raw Underground's coming back. <laughs> Shane's going to be there saying, sick, sick, and they're going to blow his knee out. <laughs> Shane's still got it! Shane. Has he, Michael? We he doesn't don't. look like he can. He literally... Oh, I'm sorry. He literally Roy. did one athletic thing and blew his He quad. did a drop down. And he did a lick, leap rock and blew his knee out. And then Snoop Dogg did the greatest people in slow of all time. Wouldn't laugh if he wasn't a billionaire's Nepo baby, to be fair, but... Oh. The the roller coaster of emotions I watched. Simon Miller's always positive, yeah. right? But the roller coaster of emotions I watched Phil Chambers and Adam Nicholas go on for that. Oh, I meant this guy, and then he <laughs> was was possibly the the the, the best journey of, of WrestleMania weekend. Because I went, oh no way, I don't like that guy actually. <laughs> and then we were just sat there like, oh, this is going to be fifteen minutes. He's already gassed walking to the ring, and then he blew his knee out. We should ne- I'm not happy anyone gets injured. Uh, yeah, like I hope he's he's an older. Well, he's in his fifties. I hope he's recovering quite well. Yeah. Uh, but also, he's a demented billionaire's nepo baby. So it is quite funny. Yeah, quite I'm funny. sorry. You can call me whatever. Let's move on to today's and finally. I'm glad you're still here because shout out to James Barker at uh, Darth Pogo on okay. Twitter, who says, "Morning legends, I present this to you." And it was a, a, a news article that says. This guy loves his pet eel so much, he built an eel pit inside of his basement. <laughs> so if you really love the eel... I don't. I hate I'm him. sorry, Andy's girlfriend, but... <laughs> hope, you don't, hope you don't have got anything important in the basement, yeah, because we're, he's we're, getting flooded tonight, baby. We're turning the spare room into an eel pit. <laughs> 
cheesy pizza. I like the idea of the spare room as well. Flooding the spare room. I've been to your house. The spare room is not downstairs. No. It just opens into the hallway, like the shining, yeah. or just a load of eels flying so, out. So we, Don't go in there! We'd have to, like, dig a hole. And then we could like we could lay, we could make it artistic, but we could layer the spare bed over the top, so it's like a platform. So it's like oh, someone, I like that. Yeah. A glass. Someone stays I'm over. Communist. Yeah. They open the door and they see this guy. The first thing when they wake up. <laughs> I don't Jeez. know what would make me have less sleep: having a child or sleeping in the eel room. Oh, get out of the eel room, man! This guy is an asshole, man. Excuse me, uh, landlord. Why well, haven't got my deposit back? You turned the room into a meal <laughs> pit. There's an eel there, <laughs> idiot. He still pays rent. What's the problem? Yeah, come on. Right, uh, thank you once again Gives us free to James Barker for that one. Any more, any more eel stuff, send it our way. And of course, don't forget, we haven't done this for ages. It's Wacky Friday yes. tomorrow. Dumbass news tomorrow. I'll do a YouTube community post Stu- for that. I can't emphasise enough, we're not going to answer questions about Roman Reigns' next opponent, <laughs> OK? Stupid questions only. Yeah, there's, a, there's always like a couple of like really well thought out like logical fantasy booking things, and there's like... Wrong day, my friend. Yeah, I get it when people just tweet it at us on a Friday, right? But when you post jacked eel saying, give me your questions. Or I'll eat you. Yeah. Or like a fat alligator. (laughs) Or jacked cow. Anyway. Or Larry. Yeah. Might do Larry today. Who knows? Thoughts, Twitter questions, all that good stuff on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch that you can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at. I forgot my hoop, two sex. Okay. 50, I'm going to say it's 56. You can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Hoop 56. Escape from Los Hoopjillies. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, make sure you subscribe to WhatCultureWrestling and wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, me and Sige sitting down to chat all about AW Dynamite. And you can read his ups and downs article at WhatCulture.com. Probably right now, in fact. As well as that, of course, Simon Miller coming your way with ups and downs from AW Dynamite later on today on this channel as well. But for now, this has been the news. My thanks to Andy Murray, to The Eel, to Larry. Thank you for joining us and wait we'll see you soon hi this is craig robinson from ways to win and support for this podcast comes from invesco qqq the future isn't scary not realizing its potential however could be just like on the recruiting trail i've seen potential come in many forms as a coach learn more at invesco.com qqq let's rethink possibility Invesco Distributors, Inc. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.